You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Dom, sometimes it's hard to find the right book or audio book or, or even podcast. Yeah, it's true. But I tell you who will help. Scribd. With Scribd, you get instant access to millions of e-books, audio books, magazines, and even more. You'll also get thoughtfully curated editor's picks and smart recommendations based on what you've already read, which makes choosing your next book that much simpler. I absolutely love Scribd. It's one of my favorite ways to get hold of audiobooks. And here, listen to this, Dom. Mm. You get all of that for $9.99 a month. Explore all your interests in any format ebooks, audiobooks, magazines, and more. Right now, Scribd is offering our listeners a free 60-day trial. So go to try.scribd.com slash onion for your free trial. That's try.scribd.com slash onion to get 60 days of Scribd for free. Harmonize with me and hold me tight all through the night. You're shining bright. I'm your oyster, baby. You're my pearl. Here we go, Dom. One, two, three, four. Last, Last Christmas, Christmas, I gave you my heart. But the very next day, you gave it away. And this year, to save me from tears, I'll give it to someone special. Oh, last Christmas, I gave you my heart. But the very next day, you gave it away. This year, to save me from tears, I'll give it to someone special. Oh. For my money, my favorite Christmas song. Hey, Merry Christmas, Bill! Merry Christmas, Dom! It's Christmas, or as Slade would say, It's It's Christmas! Hey, Dom, was that Wham or George Michael that That, sang that? Well, that was Wham, Wham. when they were Wham, but I think we can all agree at this point that all of Wham was George Michael, not much of it was Andrew. You can say that, Andrew Ritter. I went to see Wham in the Apollo in Glasgow. Me and my mate, Willie, and every other person in the audience was a woman. Well, yeah, they were absolute dreamboats, those very, two. Very, very beautiful. But um, uh, Pepsi and Shirley were the backing singers, you see. They ah, were yeah. lovely and all. George Michael, for my money, is one of the great modern English soul singers. He's incredible. And as my friend Ryan would say, he shits melodies. He absolutely shits melody. He, he can't help himself. He's written some great songs, hasn't he? Oh, incredible. My balls keep going in my eyes. Well, watch it doesn't go in your ball. mouth, actually. Yeah, it's quite low, isn't it? Do you know when I first put this hat on, the ball flew forward and hit me in the eye, and it's still painful. Oh, sorry about that. Now, what's your favourite Christmas song? Mm, let me think, Tom. Careful. I would say I like John Lennon. <gasps> so this is Christmas. And what have you done? And what a beautiful sentiment, because they were like, we're two of the most famous people in the world. Evel's going to be asking us our opinion. We're going to say, 
you can stop fighting if you want. War is over if you want. If you want it, just stop now. Just put everything down and say, that's it, we're done. Wouldn't that be nice, Tom? Wouldn't that be great? Yeah, I like that song too. I have to say, a lot of Christmas songs make me feel just a little, like a tinge of sadness. Oh, don't worry about that. A little melancholy. Well, it's another year over, isn't it? Mm. But just think, Dom, it's another one just begun. Mm, That's true. So that would be your favourite. Yeah, I think so. Um, Love Last Christmas as well by George, yeah. by Wham. Wham. Just builds on that chorus. This, the, he, he presents it, and then from that point on, different octaves coming in. Very simple song. And the video is brilliant. Mm. And it looks like a lovely place that they've gone to. It does, with Pepsi and Shirley, right? With Pepsi and Shirley. And, well, you know, last year he shared his love, but he's going to try and find someone special this year. Yeah, it was it stayed at number two, one of the great Christmas number twos of all time, and was kept off the top spot by... Wait a minute, it was number two number on two Christmas Day? On Christmas Day, and kept off the top spot by an iconic song. Not necessarily... Well, actually, it is a Christmas song. The birthday song. song. No. I'll tell you a few people involved in... Well, maybe I shouldn't. Give me hints. It was a collaboration between musicians. Oh, I've got it. Um, it's the, uh, I don't actually know what the song's called, but hold on. Uh, written by Midjure and Bob Geldof. And there won't be snow in Africa this Christmas time. To be fair, there probably hadn't been snow in Africa since the Ice Age. Yeah, so that's so not line... something that they're not used to, and this year they're not going to get it. It no. never snows in Africa since, you know, the previous Ice Age. And I've, I, I love that. It's a great song. And of, obviously, it lent its way to kind of Live Aid, one of the greatest gigs ever. Mm. And also and the American one. We are the world. And made a, a ton of money for that charity, I would mm. think. I always had a problem with Bono's line. Which is? Tonight, thank God it's them instead well, of you. Go on. Tonight, thank God it's them instead of you. You know what I mean? Not sure be, about that. Be thankful that they're dying and not you. Yeah, Whoa, that's not good, bit, is it? It's a bit disingenuous. Is that what that line means? Because I don't like that. Do you remember the title of the song yet? Or the or the uh, collective? Because the American was We Are The World, right? We are the children. Yeah. We are the ones. Um, but our, the British one, no, I don't know what it's called. Band-Aid or Live-Aid. Do they know it's Do Christmas, they know it's Christmas time, time at all? A lot of them don't because they don't celebrate Christmas well, in a lot, lot of not the a lot of Christians, countries. You know? you know? Yeah, so I don't, yeah. But, so there's a lot of problems with the lyrics, but I mean, a, a lovely sentiment and uh, made a lot of money for charity. Our lives nowadays are so chaotic and so madcap sometimes, I find myself eating things that I probably shouldn't be eating just because I've run out of time. I make poor choices. Now, if you're like me, and sometimes you're kind of a bit of a lazy eater in terms of the choices that you make, you might need to start working with Noom. Noom is actually very good, Dom. I like it a lot because they don't say this is bad food. You don't eat that. They educate you on why you make your decisions and then you make better decisions. If I'm watching a movie, I would like an app to say to me, hey, listen, if you've got an hour and a half when you're sitting around, instead of making a silly choice, you could make a more healthy choice whilst enjoying watching a movie at the same time. 
Start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at noom.com slash onion. That's N-O-O-M dot com slash onion. Start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at noom.com slash onion. That's N-O-O-M dot com slash onion. Now, do you have any particular Christmas traditions that you stick to each year? Um... <laughs> what were you going to say? Cleaning your Christmas baubles, of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. You've got to, you've got to clean your baubles you before box, you stick them on the tree. Mm. Uh, got the tree up, Dom. Have you got a tree? Yeah. Lovely. Um, I, I, I did some shopping. I used my drum machine again really? so that I could remember the list. Oh, brilliant. Do you want to hear the list? I'd love to hear your Christmas Right, hold list. on. Hold get on your, to get the thing. Get your Christmas uh, drum uh, machine. Hold now. on, Dom. Uh, How does your little dog feel about a Christmas tree? Because he can sometimes be quite nervous around things Do you know like what? That. I don't even know if he knows there is a tree. Right. But he, uh, he's he been very tired and very comfy lately. I hadn't seen him for a few months and he jumped up into my lap. Do you remember? He was, And he stayed there for about stayed an hour. Stayed there for an hour. It was great. It was so great. Fell asleep in my lap. Right, here we go. Let's hear your Christmas list. Let's... So I brought my drum machine with me for well, Christmas lights. Shall I drum for you? Could you please? I'd love to. Here we go. A vitamin C, a tree, a fairy with a magic key, wrapping paper, mashed potatoes, brie. Oh, French. A nice poinsettia, a cheese and ham bruschetta, kites, tights, Christmas lights, tea. Oh, nice. That's how I remember it, Dom. I, I would like, out of that list... The brie, I'm taking that poinsettia home, and the tea. I think a poinsettia is very important for a Christmas, uh, although it's not my, one of my favourite plants. No, I'm not really crazy about that either. Is it big in the States and maybe not as big in our countries? Huge in America, everywhere you go, but they always look fake to me. Yeah, they do. They Are do. they fake? Are they all fake? No, I think that's real. That's a real one. Well, I've got one now because it was on my list, so I took it home. I feel sorry for plants that are seasonal. Because like this is great, but then in a couple of months' time, people are like, oof, you got a poinsettia. We don't want that. It's a what Christmas is, plant. Do they really? I think so. What well, if you put it in the garden? Would it live in, in California? Um, yeah, probably. Partial shade, I would say, since it feels a bit uh, delicate. Um, I wonder know, why it became a Christmas plant in the US. Red, I would say. Which we should uh, go into uh, well, while we're red. wearing red. I am wearing our Christmas merch so this is a friendship onion hoodie but with a little bit of charming snow on it. which i absolutely adore isn't that lovely you look isn't great nice? in green and i'm wearing uh friendship onion socks if you're looking for a stocking filler or you could use it as a stocking to put stuff in friendship onion orange fluorescent socks you but wouldn't get much in them no, you wouldn't. And we have been guaranteed from the suppliers that they will not turn your feet orange. Repeat, not turn your feet orange. <laughs> They're actually very comfy. They're very comfy. And I do love the hoodies, to be honest. Yeah. I'm going to wear this around town to impress people. You look, if you don't mind me saying, sexy. I found myself sitting in a very sexy way, accidentally. Mm -hmm. Well, now, you know me, I'm a hell of a one for a New Year's resolution, but I can't convince you to do a New Year's resolution. I don't like New Year's resolutions. With too much pressure. Well, I, do, I just feel like, yeah, are we giving ourselves too much pressure? Are we, are we setting us, ourselves up for failure? Yeah, I think we are, really, because people always say to me, oh, well, you're a hell of a one for making New Year's resolutions. I am, but I'm also pretty casual at, at like, 
not doing them as well. I like I like how you lie to yourself as yeah. you're breaking the rules. It's part of my resolution this year. I've got two resolutions this year. Are you, are you going to say it now? I think I should. Right. All right. Hold on. Wait a minute. Right. So, uh, Wait. Not, what? Go. It's double barreled this one. <laughs> First one, stop wrestling tigers. Well, that's a good one. I think it's a good idea. Second one, stop lying. Well, that's a difficult one. It relates to the first one. Oh, does it? Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, my, new, my actual real New Year's resolutions this year are if in a month you drink alcohol, right? in that month, you can't eat fish. If in a month you eat fish, in that month you can't drink alcohol. Do you know if you wrote that down and then put it in like a, a tin can and buried it, Somebody might find that in 3,000 years and think that was a religion mm. and start following Dom. Mm. The church of uh, no, uh, no alcohol or fish. Not in the same week. On, on any given month. Yeah. If you can't, if, is it a month? Month. So if you have a drink, so say you had a, a lager shandy, no way you're having a cod. No, no. So if you had, say, a whiskey and soda February. You're not having a salmon sandwich. Until March. All right. And then say, for instance, you had a pizza with, uh, what are those little salty fish called? Anchovies, one of my favourite fishes. So say you had, uh, say, April 3rd, you will not be having a pint of lager till May. Yeah. I know. It's quite difficult. Huh? Now, when you look at me directly, you look like there, yeah. right there, I can't see your Christmas hat. All I can see is the white trim and it looks like a haircut. <laughs> It looks like you've peroxide blonded your hair. Hold on. Brilliant. I'm going to have a look at myself, Tom. Great. Right, I could on. see you with that hair. Can you? Like a kind of polar bear comb over. <laughs> yeah, it's all right, that, isn't yeah. it? Hold on. Isn't it? I'll get some. How have I got so much white and not as much red as you? I don't know. It's probably just the way the cookies crumbled. Yours looks great. Like you've it's had like, a... Yeah, but my balls really close to my mouth. Yeah, why is that hanging there? Oh, it's obscuring my vision, my ball. Hey, Tom. Yeah. We're going to have a, a very special quiz. A quiz, you yeah. say? Because it's Christmas and we like to see who the listeners of this show is. So we've asked two of them to come on and we're going to ask them questions, not only about Lord of the Rings, but the filming of Lord of the Rings, the trilogy. Which I would argue is still about Lord of the Rings. But we're getting specific. We're not going to say in the books, blah, blah, blah. We're going to say in the films. So this is for people who really know the films. Who don't, it doesn't matter if you know the book. If you really know the films, you might do well in this trivia. And who have we got on this week? Yeah, you don't have to. Last Christmas gave you my heart. Billy, you join me here. In the same arena that you were five seconds ago. Yes. To have a quiz with the wonderful Sabrina and Guy. Hello, Sabrina and Guy. Tell us where you come from, the two of you. <laughs> Sabrina first. Oh, thank you. Um, I am from New York, but I currently live in Connecticut. God, I can't hear her, though. Ah, ah. Guy cannot hear Sabrina. I don't know well, if this so is a problem, but we'll we'll fire on because that's how we do I it at the Friendship him. Onion. You guys will give me hand signals. Yes, we'll, we'll <laughs> or direct. You, me. you can use us as a go-between. And and from and um, uh, guy, where are you from? Where do you hail from? Uh, 
So the joke is that I'm from the Shire. I'm oh. in New Hampshire. Oh, New nice. Hampshire. Nice. Now, Dom, yes. yeah. if you were to find New Hampshire, if my hand was the United <laughs> States of America, yeah. where would you say New Hampshire is? This is New York over here. Yeah. Here we have California, Mexico down below. I have no idea, but I'm going to take a stab and say right in the middle of your hand. Right Bam. here? Yeah. Guy, is he close? Wrong. I'm going to have a go at here. Just on the index finger. So, uh, are, do, do you guys know where Boston is? Yes. Where I'm an hour directly north of Boston. You go north of Boston, Tom. Right, okay. That's where all those little states oh, are, aren't they? The, Maine and stuff like No that. one really Yeah, knows. that's why we, you know, we all have to share a football team. We all share the New England <coughs> Patriots. Oh, yeah. Jumping that's, on the bandwagon with those guys. There sure. you go. And there's a the T-shirt to prove it. Are they very good? Never, never forget. Nice. Guy, what, do you know what the national dish of New Hampshire is? What, what would you get? What do you National guys eat? Di- eat uh, I don't know. I probably uh, probably all the, all my Canadian relatives would be asking for poutine or something. All oh, right, chips oh. and cheese and stuff. which is just like a meat pie. Meat pie. And what about Sabrina? What's the what's the food that's mainly eaten in Connecticut? Great question. I've only lived here for about a year, so I don't know mm. too much about Connecticut. Mm. Um, New York well, is pizza, I right? Here that they have great pizza. Oh, yeah. Pizza. <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? Now, guys, we all understand that sometimes the festive season can bring about some emotions that you're normally much better at dealing with at other times of the year. BetterHelp is here to help you out. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easier and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available if you need it. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit their website and read their testimonials that are posted daily. Visit betterhelp.com slash onion, that's better H-E-L-P, and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. Special offer for the Friendship Onion listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash onion. Hey guys, are you looking to fill a space in your company with that special one in a million employee? Someone who you think is very difficult to find. How are you going to find them? You don't need luck. No, no, you need Indeed. Indeed is a hiring partner that gets you what you really want a short list of quality candidates as fast as possible because you can do it all. You can attract, interview, and hire all at Indeed. Indeed partners with you on every step of the hiring process so you can find talent with the skills you need through tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. Indeed makes it easier for star applicants to shine with over 135 assessment tests from cooking 
recording. Get started right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash onion. Get a $75 credit at indeed.com slash onion. Indeed.com slash onion. Offer valid through December 31st. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Well, should we fire into the quiz? Right, guys. Now, this is very specific. We're going to be looking very deeply into the movie, The Lord of the Rings. There's six questions, and if needed, there will be a tiebreaker. And I will begin by starting with Sabrina uh, by asking this question. For question one to Sabrina. Sabrina, what were the four hobbits hiding? Wait. Oh, no. I'm going to start again. Sabrina. (laughs) Where? Where were the four hobbits hiding from the Black Rider on the Wooded Road filmed? That's not the greatest way to... uh, Basically, what we're trying to say, Sabrina, where where in New Zealand, see, it's very specific to the movie here, where in New Zealand was the Wooded Road filmed? When the four hobbits were hiding under the tree and the Black Rider came... (laughs) Very good. (laughs) Where in New Zealand? If you give us the town, the city, that we'll take that as an answer. Yes. All right. So this is no multiple choice, right? There is no multiple choice. We're making this one difficult. A Christmas difficulty. You're allowed one clue and and all your questions. (laughs) I mean, I I don't know if I want to use the clue that early. Exactly. I only know one town. You only know one town? What is it? Wellington? It's the correct answer! What an amazing start! Wow, Sabrina, it was specifically Mount Victoria where Billy used to live, actually. Yeah, we actually filmed that right behind my house. It was fantastic. Sometimes (laughs) we we went quite far away sometimes, but that time was great. I just had my breakfast and we went under that tree. Lovely. Okay. Shoot home for lunch, come back. Uh, Yeah, lovely. I love those kind of days. One one nil to Sabrina. Billy, it's over to you. And only because she knew one town in New Zealand. Sometimes life's like that. I knew one town, it would have been wrong. (laughs) (laughs) It was the only one. Guy, here we go. Are you ready? Be kind. Be kind. One of the actors got hit in the mouth while battling the orcs and had his tooth knocked clean out. Well, actually, in half. Which actor got his tooth broken in two? Uh, Let's see. Vigo had the broken toe. So he's my my suspect only because he's uh, playing so hardcore. Uh, I'll, I'll go with Vigo. It's the correct answer! Well done, guy. Fantastic. I, I didn't think he was going to get that. There. I thought that was quite easy. <laughs> I, I almost went with Sean Bean. Yeah, that would have been another good another good uh, guess. But... He got uh, stabbed in a bar fight or something and then like asked for a, 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 a kit from the bartender and stitched up his own arm or something Yay. and stayed in. He's a crazy guy. Care. He is a, Do he is. not call him Mr. Bean, though. He will punch your jaw loose. <laughs> Sabrina, it's the second question for you. 
And the question goes like this. Weta Digital invented software for making the huge armies of Middle Earth. What did they call this software? Which is still, I think, being used to this day. It, used to this day to in this many movies yeah. up and down Hollywood and California. Yeah. Okay, okay. I'm going to go again with the first thing that comes to my mind. And I'm going to get CGI. No? Yes, no. That's not oh, no. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, it is a type of CGI. Uh, it is a it? type of CGI, but it does have a specific name. Oh. And Guy? The, and, and, uh, Guy, do you want to try and steal right. it for no points? You, you won't get anything for stealing. Uh, yeah, I, you just heard it the other day. I was uh, When I was out doing some yard work, I was listening to the podcast where you interview. With ah. uh, the gentleman who founded oh, it, Richard Taylor. Richard Taylor. Yes. Oh, what a what a fabulous interview that yes, was. Um, so good. I I I want to keep saying meta, but I I don't remember what it was. You're very close, very guy, close and the guy. answer is massive. The computer program was called. It's massive. called massive, and it's amazing. Ugh. Basically, they took so that every little character had its own sort of AI. It's so it would move in a different way and do different things. Incredible. Brilliant. Apparently, mm. when they first switched it on, about 80% of them turned around and ran away. Really? Yeah, they had to reprogram <laughs> it. Cowards. <laughs> right. So it's, it's still 1-1. One, one. I was going to cough there. It's still 1-1. Hey. One, one. Now, this... <laughs> Bless you, Dom. <laughs> Bless you. Uh, you now, this is a difficult one, I'm afraid, Guy. You, you either know this or you don't. That's all right, because his first one was easy. That's Go true. On. Come on. Now, Billy and Dom, that's uh, Dom here, sitting on my right. Mm -hmm. Hello. We got qualified in a skill when we had days off on Lord of the Rings. It's a skill that you need this qualification to be allowed to do it. What was the skill that we got qualified for? Good. Um, let's see. I saw. I just have to happen to look at your Wikipedia pages. I know you both like surfing, uh -huh. uh, Billy. I know you like fencing. Yes, that's Ooh, true. Yes, yes, he likes it. Um, but you both took some martial arts, Ooh. so. Yes, I I don't remember which martial arts, but it was a martial arts. Is that your final answer, Guy? Yes. I'm afraid that's not the correct uh, answer, Guy. Uh, Sabrina, you can steal it for no points if you know it. If you steal it, you don't get any points, but you do get a T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, like, fencing, basically, sword fighting or fencing. Yeah, Billy was, was already be, highly qualified in fencing. I was. We got qualified in scuba diving. Oh, we learned really? how to scuba dive and it was fantastic, wasn't it, Tom? That was incredible. We almost got washed down to uh, Antarctica at one point. Yeah. We got lost in the sea, the, the Cook Straits, I think mm. they call it. And if you get lost in there, there's a current that will take you right down to Antarctica. But we're when all he right. says current, it doesn't mean a raisin, it means an aquatic, an ocean current <laughs> flow. <laughs> Anyway. Now, what's the score? What's the score? It's 1-1 one, one still. 1-1 one, one with two one, to one. go. It's hotly poised. Sabrina. One question each. Now, you still have a clue if you want it, but here we go. Okay. Sabrina, question five. What was 
One other movie that matches Lord of the Rings' grueling 274-day filming schedule. What other film had a filming schedule as long as Lord of the Rings, or as we like to call it, Lotra? I have a clue on this one. Oh, well, it's your last question, so it's a good time to take a clue. Sabrina, I'll give you a clue. Now, if you, this again, you either know it or you don't, but it, it is my favorite film. It it's is my all time favorite film. You've worked hard for what you have your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's all right. Hmm. Um, I'm just going to go for it. Oh, okay. no. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Right, go on. Go on. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm at the what, edge of my seat here, John. Yeah, I'm interested to see what Sabrina thinks is <laughs> I'm trying to think of a film. long movie. <laughs> yeah, a long, hard it movie, a, long, a difficult one to film. Filming grueling. Oh. I'll give you another minor clue based on a classical piece of literature. I'm sorry, based on a classical piece of literature. Literature. A book. I mean, it's based on a book. No, it's based on a book, is what he's <laughs> saying. Yes. I was trying to be clever there. Basically. All right. So let's, oh my God. I don't know. Sabrina, I'm going to have to hurry you. It's Dom's favorite film. All time. I hope Guy's not looking at um, Dom's Wikipedia no. right now. Yes, Sabrina. Nothing on my sleeve. Going to need an answer on you, Sabrina. Got the hands that will leave the arms. For this one. I don't think this is a book. Uh, Extra large. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh! I'm just gonna say it. I know it's wrong, and I know this isn't it, but I can't think of anything else. I'm Has Sabrina tried? Wars. Probably not. What, what <laughs> Sabrina's just about to try, guy, and Sabrina thinks it is Star Wars. I don't think so, though. So, unfortunately, it's not. <laughs> it's not a book. Unfortunately, not. that is not the correct answer. <laughs> <She's>, Sabrina <laughs> thought that was well, Star Wars, guy. Ooh. Do you want to steal it for free? When you said classic literature, classic literature, that uh, ruled out the Star Wars. Yeah. Was it you, Dom, who was in uh, um, one of the Star Wars movies? I was in a recent Star Wars film, yes. And you were wonderful. Oh, thank you, Bills. Now, do you want to try and steal it for free, guy? For a t shirt. Uh, I'll say my favorite movie because I can can only imagine it being a grueling 274 days, and that'd be Gladiator. Oh, not a a bad movie. Not bad, yes. It's not the right answer, Guy. Dom? The correct answer is Apocalypse Now. The Francis Ford Coppola classic. I I saw that in the theaters, and I remember taking a date to it. Oh, wow. Heavy, heavy films. It was really awkward. The movie opens up with, like, Martin Sheen's butt in the screen, so... 
I uh, I took a date to see The Passion of the Christ. Oh. Didn't see her again. <laughs> no. 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 That's for another day. It's for another day. It's still 1-1. One, one. <laughs> this to win it, guy. Guy, this is to win well, it. I should have asked for a... I, I should have. I still have my clue. You still have your clue, clue for this question. This for all the marbles. And just to be clear, there is not a bag of marbles that you can win at the end of this. Go on. Uh, it's too bad I lost the mine a long time ago. Nice. Bills. <laughs> what did New Zealand's capital, Wellington, change its name to for the Fellowship of the Rings premiere? Wellington changed its name. For the premium. Is this for me or Sabrina? This is for this you, for you guy. guy. And you can oh. win it here. You can win it. Or we go to a tie break. If they change their name, what, do they, what would they change their name to? Rivendell. Mm -hmm. <laughs> is that the final answer, Guy? Guy? Try to look at uh, Billy's <laughs> face. See if is he's that smiling. your final Does answer? He have a tell? Incredible poker player. You will see nothing in my face. <laughs> um... Yeah, I'll go with Rivendell. Rivendell. It's not the correct answer, <laughs> I'm afraid, Guy. Oh, what is the correct answer, Billy? Well, Sabrina will tell us oh, for a, a T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's not Rivendell. Just have a guess. Think think with your mind, Sabrina. Use your mind, your brain. You don't get This is only for a T-shirt. This isn't to win it. We've got a tiebreaker to win it. Use the channel, like the rivers, the streams inside your brain to create a thought and then have it come out of your mouth with your larynx. The answer. The Shire? Closer. Guy, Sabrina said the Shire. In fact, Wellington changed its name for the premiere to Middle Earth. No. Oh. <laughs> oh. Welcome to Middle Earth, it said in the airport, it and did. and it really was a welcome to Middle it Earth, was. wasn't it, Tom? Oh, the pictures of the airport are amazing. Incredible! It's so beautiful. Down now there. it's one-one, you guys. So we're going to go to a tiebreaker. <laughs> How does this work? If, 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 if it ends in a tie, do we both get a t-shirt? Well, if it ends man, in a possibly. tie, you both get a hoodie and a t-shirt. Oh, wow, Billy. That's coming out of our pocket. Wow. That's wow. it. We should have conferred about that. Yeah, we should have actually. How is this going to work? Because Guy can't hear Sabrina. I say... Do you? We take one answer each. Okay. Right? Yeah. And well, then... The same. If it's the same answer, they both win a t-shirt and a hoodie. Great. If it's the correct one. Well, of course. Okay, here's, here's your question. Uh, la away. Ladies and gentlemen, the tie-breaking. Hush, please. Hush. hush. In the audience, please. Hush. Which role did Orlando Bloom originally audition for? That is a fantastic Sabrina question. Sabrina said the word crap, which she I don't think was her answer. <laughs> I don't, I don't remember a character. She said it under her breath. One of the orcs in Moria was called Crap. What was his name? But I don't think he auditioned for that. Was it Smeagol? No, just kidding. Um, ah, guys um, having a think. Sabrina's yes, having Sabrina's a think. thinking. Guys I, I know thinking. It's, I know it's not... Um, I'm, I'm going to yeah. guess Frodo. Okay, Guy, guy guessed Frodo. Has we'll done... hold that. You've guessed Frodo. Guy has tried I, I Frodo. know it's not Aragorn because I just read that today. That it was Sabrina, if you say the same thing and we're both right or wrong, 
we both no, win. If you're wrong wait, guy, wait. <laughs> if you're wrong guy, you get nothing. Nah, what? Yep. Um, That's a lesson in life there, did, guy. Diddly squat. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to kibitz. Yeah, Sabrina. I guess I think I'm going to have to say the... Mm. Use your mind, Sabrina. Oh, Use your brain. Oh. Use your brain waves. We have no, one answer no. from Guy. I know it's not Aragorn. That I know. I was going to say Grimma Wormtongue just to annoy I'm your friend Orlando. Frodo but... as well. I'm going to say Frodo as well. You're going to say Frodo we as well. We have two answers which are the same. Yeah, they're both the same. And they're both they're wrong. They're both wrong. I'm <laughs> afraid, ladies and gentlemen, it was not Frodo Baggins. No one was allowed to play a hobbit who was over five foot eight. Mm-hmm. And Orlando is six foot nine. Mm-hmm. He's is a he? whopper. I don't know if he is. <laughs> the so, correct answer was Faramir. Faramir. Uh, he auditioned oh, to play Faramir. And they said, got an upgrade. Get out! You're terrible! Get out! And he came back a week later and they said, hang on a second. With a long white wig. And they said, we know who you could play. Well, and- guys... You've come with nothing and you've left with nothing. And I think that's a lesson in life. <laughs> it is. <laughs> you can take hey guys, that with you down your long road. We don't we don't get to ask you any questions? Sure, ask oh. away. Go on, you get one question each. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, uh, does it have to be Lord of the Rings? No, you can ask no, anything no. you want, guy. All right. Uh... Tolkien's uh, best friend in Oxford was uh, C.S. Lewis? Correct. What does the C stand for? Oh, it's a question like that. I thought it was going to be, Tom, what's your favourite movie? Mm. Which we could all answer now, ladies mm. and gentlemen. Yeah. It's Apocalypse Marmite. Now. Apocalypse Now. Uh, <laughs> the C in C.S. Lewis, is it? Charles. Charles is a good guess, actually. Thank you. Should we say Charles? Go for it. Charles. Is it Charles? It's- not the correct answer. Ah, uh, what is it? It was Clive. And what's the S? He, uh, I forget. I just remembered him saying in the... He, he just had a movie that came out this fall, uh, The uh, Most Reluctant Convert. Ah. And it's a great movie. And he, he says, my, my mother named me Clive, which I'll always regret. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Now, Sabrina, Good do question. you want to ask a question since uh, Guy did? It can be about well, I don't have anything. a riddle. Uh, oh, or anything like that. <laughs> no, you can ask any question, but you don't even have to ask a question. You're probably quite angry with us because we're not giving you a T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> no. I would be. This has been nothing but short of amazing, so absolutely not. Um, no shots for the losers. Me. All right. Since we're in Christmas gear here, yeah. um, what is your favorite holiday? Do you have a favorite holiday? <gasps> can you repeat her question for me? Yeah. Yes. What is your favorite holiday? Ah, oh, that's a good question, that, oh, actually. Man. I would say, <laughs> I think mine is probably Christmas. Oh. I like Christmas. I like I like when everything closes down mm. and I say, that's it. I'm on the sofa. I've got a nice mulled wine. Mm. I'm watching old movies. Mm. And I'm, I'm here till January the 4th. Really? I like that. Yeah, that's lovely. Okay. I, I like New Year's Eve. I like New Year's resolutions. I like new starts. I like wiping the slate clean. Of the failure of last year and, <laughs> and beginning again with a new new opportunity. So I would say New Year's Eve. <laughs> what about you, Sabrina? What's your favorite holiday? 
Uh, neither of those, actually. My um, my favorite, uh, I feel like it's not many people's favorite, um, is Halloween. Oh, no. Uh, a lot, a lot of people the, in the America scariest, love Halloween. The scariest of all. The scariest yeah, we do. <laughs> Guy, go on. What's your favorite holiday? Oh, I'd have to agree with Christmas because all the, the, the families together. <laughs> yeah. You know, my, uh, my kids come home and... Uh, one of our traditions is, uh, you know, when you after you've unwrapped your present and you've looked at it and you've thanked whoever gave it to you, you set it down, you quietly bunch up the ball, the paper into a little ball, and we start randomly throwing all the paper balls around, and we find them for weeks, sometimes months. I love it. <laughs> scattered behind the couch and behind the chairs, and little paper balls from the wrapping paper whipped around the room. Well, Billy and I both love balls as well. And on that <laughs> on that note, it was fantastic chatting to you both. Have and, a uh, wonderful, wonderful Christmas and New Year. Thank you Merry very much. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, you both. Thank you, Thank to you, you so guys much. Well, it is the season in California where the nights are getting longer and darker and it's getting a little bit chilly at night. And one of the coziest things that you can do, and you and I have done it, by the yeah? way, with your family and your wonderful little dog walking around, is have a little solo stove experience. I love the solo you stove. You love yours. I do. I love it. I go out there and I load it up with nice wood and I get a nice fire going. Because I think a fire outside, it just gives it a focus, doesn't yeah. it? It gives the evening a focus. It does. And I tell you what else I love about it. It's got a smokeless design. So if I don't even know how it does it. But there's less smoke. Yeah, it's, it's a technology that is, it's not for us to try and understand, you know. <laughs> but the next time I'm at your house, I'd like us to toast marshmallows on it. That's something that I really want to do. And I've done that. It's great. Oh, brilliant. And they're super easy to clean as well. Mm. I love that about it yeah. because I don't like to spend a lot of time cleaning. And I know stuff you like, like gadgets and I know you like kind of futuristic looking stuff. And it does look like a little mini spaceship. It's very, very cool. Upgrade your backyard with a solo stove. Fire bit. Enjoy the mesmerizing flames and all the opportunities to create some good moments and lasting memories. Make the time with your friends and family richer with a wonderful solo stove fire pit. And the other great thing is, Dom, it's really portable so you can move it around. It's not as if you put it somewhere and you're stuck. Mm. It's easily portable. Take it to the beach if you want. Let the gifting begin. Shop Solo Stove's holiday sale for a huge site-wide savings now through the end of the year. Get $10 off with promo code ONION plus a lifetime warranty and free 30-day returns. Get an extra $10 off holiday deals at solostove.com. Promo code ONION. Pendulum Therapeutics is the first and only biotech company to isolate an important beneficial bacterial strain and to put that strain into a convenient new probiotic-rich capsule that is formulated to help manage type 2 diabetes, and nurture your body's microbiome. Now, you and I both know that sometimes when you're feeling a little under the weather, or maybe you've picked up a head cold, or maybe you've been eating some slightly dodgy food, a lot of that is due to an imbalance in your gut. Gut health is very important. And at the cutting edge of medicine nowadays, talking about gut health and the health of your stomach and your yeah. intestine and all that kind of stuff. So... Pendulum is a great thing to give yourself a very healthy gut. And Pendulum glucose control is designed to lower A1C and after-meal blood glucose levels to help you manage your type 2 diabetes. With Pendulum, you can feel in control of all your levels, not 
the other way around. If you or someone you love has type 2 diabetes, take control of glucose levels with Pendulum Glucose Control. Use the code ONION at PendulumLife.com to get 20% off all the products. That's P-E-N-D-U-L-U-M-L-I-F-E.com. Promo code ONION for 20% off. Hi, Steph. Hey, Billy. Hey. Where, where in the world do you find yourself, Steph? I am just west of Portland, Oregon. <gasps> good coffee place. Good coffee place. Very good. Good and coffee place. Do you like to be called Steph? I do prefer Steph. Thanks for asking. Oh, no, it's all right, because you've, there's a little Steph on your screen there, so we just wanted to make sure. <laughs> so, Dom, why did we want to meet? and speak to Steph. Well, Steph, since we've began the podcast, has been fashioning up little drawings of the two of us and our activities during last week's podcast, but doing it very quickly, right, Steph? Like within a few hours. I do try, yeah. Amazing. And why do you go by the name Kilk and Tuna on Instagram? What's that about? It's a reference to a very silly family story. We're... I was with my dad and older brothers up in northern Ontario on a fishing trip. Uh-huh. And when the float plane was coming back to pick us up, it was very, very late, like hours too late. And we had already gotten rid of most of our food. We'd burned the food that was burnable because we didn't want to pack out so much stuff. Uh-huh. And we were facing the possibility of spending an extra night in this cabin without any food. The only food we had left was an eight-ounce can of Starkist tuna. And another small tin of click, which we think is like generic Canadian spam. Okay. But we only bought it because we thought the name was funny. Right. And so when I was joining Twitter, I was trying, I'm not very good at being creative on the spot. And I'm trying to think of a, a username that hadn't been taken. It was yeah. something relevant. And I just I couldn't think of anything. Nothing was working. Nothing wasn't taken. So I finally just said, fine, click and tuna. And it was free. And I'm like, Ah. It's not going to matter. No one's ever going to hear this nice. or know about this. Who's going to care? Nice. So is Never, that now your is that now your name that you do art under? Is that how people can find your art? Yes, I'm on both Twitter and Instagram at Click and Tuna. Click and Tuna, and we would suggest everyone go and look at it because it's amazing stuff, isn't it? It makes us laugh every week. It's very funny. We love it. It's brilliant. (laughs) Yeah, it's very funny. And you've also done. I appreciate that. You've done like a coloring book. Is that right, Steph? Can you tell us? Oh, it's only three pages. Let's not call it a book. It's It's a coloring coloring pamphlet. Anything over two pages (laughs) is a book, just the same as anything over three people can be a riot right yeah so there you go that's something you've learned today tom or a few a few right three. yeah yeah so tell us about your coloring book of three pages no i mean i just wanted to do something special for the fans for christmas because a lot of people have been enjoying the illustrations and yeah. i figured christmas is coming i want to do something a little special and i've had some experience drawing coloring pages ah. so i thought oh, why not so i have done one Eat the world themed coloring page. Yes. That's you, you two at sitting at a table enjoying various things that you've eaten during that segment. And I did a Christmas themed page, which is Dom as the ghost of Christmas present and uh, Billy as Ebenezer Scrooge. Perfectly cast. Yeah. And the third page is Marion Pippin themed. It's, it's very cute. It's little Marion Pippin. 
Oh, lovely. Ah, oh, we yeah. actually… Oh, yeah, we have your coloring book here. And I actually saw it this morning and I love it. It's three pages. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm calling it a, a coloring book, Steph, because that's what it is. And how would people… You do that. How would people find this three-pages coloring book? Well, I have uploaded them to Dropbox, from uh-huh. which anyone who has the link can download them and print them and color them however they like. Well, please, if anyone would like to download oh. that, and I, I would recommend you do, color them in and send them to us. Yeah. Take a picture and send it to the Friendship Onion at castmedia.com with a capital K. Yeah. The Um, the one of Billy, uh, of Mary and Pippin as little kids is very cute. Yeah. Thank you. It's great. It's such (laughs) lovely work. We'd love to see some of these colored in. Yeah, that would be. I'd love to see them too. Right? Yeah. So if (laughs) if people could do that uh, over the Christmas period when there's nothing on TV, just get out your coloring <laughs> pencils and get these done for us. Now, thank you. And Steph, what was it in particular that? Because obviously you're, you you listen to the podcast. What what was it in particular that that kind of made you subscribe and tune in and continue to listen and then get so inspired to draw stuff? Are you always drawing stuff? Is that just kind of what what you do in your day? It's just kind of a thing that I do. Yeah, <laughs> one of my favorite hobbies. I draw. I cross stitch. You know things like that. <gasps> But when I listened to the first episode of The Friendship Onion, I've been looking forward to it for a while. And the episode was lovely. Oh, great. And the story of you, Dom, giving Billy that card, I'll watch your back if you'll watch mine, is just oh, the sweetest goddamn thing I've ever heard. And he didn't and- keep the card. <laughs> and he has no memory of giving me the card. Yeah. That's so terrible I because know. it's the best story. I know. Yeah. You should and start all- pretending you can remember. Yeah. Someone will have it art, art of any kind is a good way to vent big feelings. So I loved the episode, loved that story, I and love just that. Well, we've got just one sat of... down and scribbled something, and I uploaded it, and cool. Billy liked it and retweeted it, and I'm like, holy tears! So then it just sort of became a thing that I did, and I yeah, there's the cross stitch. We've yeah, got one of your cross stitch. I've been trying to learn how to cross stitch for a while because I like doing relatively contained kind of repetitive motions like sewing and i tried you should it's a lovely hobby you can do really cool things with it oh did you do that did you do that horse is or is that i did this is cross stitched it's a horse it's um one of the banners hanging behind theoden and edoras and i designed it myself and stitched it onto a jacket do you have a favorite of the three films um steph and do you have a favorite scene in the trilogy Oh, my favorite scene actually features Billy. It's wow. the scene where Faramir is riding to Osgiliath on his suicide ride. Uh, and yeah. um, Pippin's singing is superimposed over that. I love it. Yeah, I love I love what Pete did to that scene. Mm, yeah. I mean the cross edit. Yeah, that's it's a great thing. Done. I was I was lucky enough when I was doing the song The Last Goodbye that I got to uh, sit in, in Pete's edit room and watch his mind as he kind of works those things out. Where I w- he was doing The Hobbit, obviously, the Battle of the Five Armies at that time, and how he would take footage and, go, you know, he'd, he'd make a scene and then he'd go, no, and he'd start again, and it, by the <laughs> end it would be a totally different scene with the same footage, and how he can mould that together is just 
just incredible. That's what I think one of He's his great trust his skills. genius, yeah. Yeah, just mm. the, you know, the imagination to just see these things and put it all together, you know. Kind of like what you're doing with your art. <laughs> yeah, thanks for that, <laughs> Very generous. We always look forward to seeing what, what has sparked your interest uh, this week that, you know, you've you've drawn. <laughs> it's, it's really fun. And the fact that you're including, like, John here and there and... Um, Johnny Klukes. Oh, I love including Klukes. John. He's been a very good sport about my inclusion of him because I have drawn him in less than flattering situations. I think he's... <laughs> a, well, I hope maybe you, uh, in this Christmas episode, when you do your drawing, perhaps you will uh, will will make a um, an appearance mm. in your own art. <laughs> mm. Could it's that happen? serving but maybe. Mm. <laughs> that would be fun. And what are you doing for Christmas? Have you... Have you um, have you bought all your Christmas gifts? Are you making any plans for Christmas? Oh, yeah. I have three small children. Oh. So Christmas is very fun around here. Ooh, what what ages? How old? They are nine and six and five. And they love you guys. Oh, oh that's great. cute. What, so do you watch Lord of the my Rings six over year old daughter, My six-year-old daughter will intentionally cause mischief in the house and blame it on Mary and Pippin. Brilliant. I love it. Keep that. up. That's great. Uh, that's fantastic. Yeah, that's uh, well, I hope you guys have a have a great Christmas and New Year. We really do. And Thank please, you. if you've got the time, keep doing the art because we love it. Yeah, we do. If I don't, if there is ever a time when I don't upload an illustration yeah. for one of your episodes, you can assume I'm either dead or in like mortal peril, in oh, which case no. I need help. Oh, God. I do not look forward Thank to that. Thank you, day. Steph. Steph, take care of yourself. Happy holidays and all that kind of thing. And please, everybody, so get the colouring book. It's three pages and get it <laughs> coloured in over Christmas. Yeah, treat yourself. We'd love to see it. We'll put so a link Steph. to the Dropbox in the show notes so you guys can... Uh, oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. Excellent. Thanks a lot, Steph. Lovely to meet you. And hopefully Thank we'll you see you so around much. the Friendship Onion a lot. Have a wonderful Christmas, guys. Thanks, you too. Steph. Happy New Year. William, it's time for questions from that, other humans. That have sent them in to us here. We should have a jingle for that because we do emails and emails, but we don't do a questions uh, jingle, do we? Can you think of one just now? What rhymes with questions? Uh, pedestrians. Pedestrians and questions <laughs> on this particular sessions. No, not really, but we'll work on that. Right. This question comes to us from Bobby in Trenton, Nashua, New Hampshire. But they all talk like this. Bobby, Bobby says, hey, billion dollars. Want to watch some of your favorite Christmas movies, saw? I saw on uh, Instagram and Dom's is Christmas Cabal. Dom, yeah. which person do you like the best? Happy holidays, guys. It's a great show. Hey, hey. I love this. Yeah. I like the way you're talking. Oh, you sound like... From New Hampshire. Yeah, I'm from New Hampshire. I was uh, born and brought up there, you know? Yeah, in uh, Nashua, New yeah. Hampshire. You know it? Of course I know it. Yeah, piece of I'm shit. I'm the man. I'm you're, the man. You're a man? I'm the fucking man. Yeah, piece of shit. All right, favorite Christmas movie. Yes, I love A Christmas Carol, and I like all versions of A Christmas Carol. Black and white versions, animated versions, uh, Muppet versions, of course, colored <laughs> versions. In Black and of- white? Yeah, I like black and white. What? Right. I'm just uh, asking. I said black and white. Uh, I think my favorite version might be the Alistair Sim black and white version, but I also like A Christmas Carol. Because... Well, you really like the black and white. It's your favorite. Yeah, I really like it. Listen to this, Dom. Oh. 
<laughs> Michael Caine's in a Christmas, a Muppet Christmas Carol, and I like the. <laughs> he is. He is. Michael Caine's in it, and I like the. Jimmy... How's your Michael Caine? I don't think I can do him. Right, carry on. Um, and uh, I like the Jim Carrey uh, Christmas Carol as well. So I like all the Christmas carols. Outside of that, A Christmas Story. Do you know A Christmas Story, American uh, classic comedy? No. It was on the plane. A uh, Christmas Story. A Christmas Story. It's the story of a young, I would say, eight to nine-year-old boy who wants a very specific cowboy gun for Christmas. And does oh. he get one? You'll have to tune in. What about you? Um, I like Christmas Vacation. Yeah, but we're talking about Christmas movies. Is that not one? Oh, right. I thought you meant I like oh, to you go like, away no. for Christmas. No, I like the movie with National Chevy Chase. National Lampoons. Yeah. Holiday, holiday, holiday rock. That's not the tune. No, it's not as if it's no. similar to that. Yeah, it's, but I like that. I, th uh, I like a laugh. Yeah, of course you like a laugh. Um, Is that so, the one where they stab the turkey and it explodes and then all the Christmas lights fall off? Yeah, and they get a tree and it's too big and a squirrel's in it and it jumps on somebody. The gran, I think. <laughs> and he wants all the lights on. It's brilliant. Brilliant. Well, Bobby, thanks for that question. Have you got a question? Thank you, Bobby. Yeah. Are you ready, Dom? Yeah, which one are you going to pick? Hold on. I'm going to skip across here. I haven't, I, haven't re I haven't read this yet. Right. Dom. Yeah. Frederick from Doncaster mm. says, I was wondering what your ideal place would be to spend the holidays. I've never been, but mine is a cozy cabin in the Rocky Mountains. Oh. That's a good idea. He's asking, where would we find the Rocky Mountains if my hand was the United States of America? Mm. Where would you find the Rocky Mountains, Dom? Okay. That's uh, New York over there. This is California. Down here, you've got Mexico. Would Up it, here, Canada. Would it be kind of like the close to the tip of your thumb? Up here, Rocky yeah. Mountains? Yeah. Yeah. Johnny Clue says yes. Oh, I've done and it. does the Rocky Mountains go all the way down through Canada and all the way down through America and all the way down through South America? Look, it snakes into Aspen, right? Because oh. uh, uh, Jim Carrey and Jeff Daniels have that amazing moment where he says, "We thought the Rocky Mountains would be rockier than this." That <laughs> John Denver's full of stairs, man. <laughs> so, Dom, oh, Frederick yeah. has never been to the Rocky Mountains, but he'd love that. With a warm fire, he says, lots of windows as the snow falls and there's trees all around. Lovely. What a lovely... I think he's drawn a lovely picture there, has Frederick from Doncaster. Picture. I've had some fantastic kind of snowed-in Christmases. Austria, Switzerland, you and I went snowboarding to France one Christmas. That was fantastic. It was. You and I have had Christmas in that Pen... <laughs> Pen... What? Penrith in the late Are you laughing about me on the on the chairlift? No, I'm not. I'm oh, laughing good. at my sister, Margaret, who oh, came right. on that holiday, you remember. Mm. And do you remember we all went skiing and snowboarding and mm. she didn't go, no, no, friend. No. She didn't want to do that. No, no. But she said she could see us skiing. And I said, really? Because we were quite far away. She said, yeah, I saw you going round and round the mountain. I was like, I don't think we went round and round. We went straight like down, down kind of zigzagged. <laughs> and she says, no, I could see you going round and round. I don't know what she was watching. Yeah, she had a few. She'd probably she had a probably, few. She had a few. Yeah. Um, we've spent time in Penrith together. We've spent time in Hawaii together for Christmas. We spent a lot of Christmases together. You we have like. maybe too many. Yeah, actually, probably now too that you're many. Listening I think it. we should pull back. Um, but in terms of an ideal place that I've not been to yet, 
I wouldn't mind right. Christmas right, go on, in Antarctica. <sighs> just yourself. <sighs> just me and a leopard seal. And a, a couple of penguins. Yeah. Lovely. Penguins are funny. Do you know why polar bears don't eat penguins? Yep. They don't live in the same place. They don't live in the same place. And for all of our uh, British listeners out there, yeah. the polar bears can't get the wrappers off. <laughs> Good that's, point. That's a, a British joke. Hey. What about you? I, I would I'd do the same as Frederick Doncaster. I think Christmas, you'd go to Doncaster. No, I think I I do like the whole log fire, big windows, snow outside. That's that's Christmas to me. Mm. Even though we probably won't have that this year because mm. I'm staying here. But yeah, Christmas for me is snow and fires and mulled wine and yeah. If you had to, let's say you're snowed in, yeah. right, with your family. It's freezing. <sighs> You're locked not only in the house, yeah. but the other rooms yeah. of the house. Uh-huh. There's created a seal of ice around them. You can't get into your bedroom. <gasps> you can't get into your bathroom. You can't right. get into your kitchen. It's oh, freezing. Fr- oh. Your family look at you. They say, oh, Billy, we're freezing cold. Light the fire. Light the fire. And you say, we've not got any fuel. We've got nothing. We've not right. got any paper. Okay. We've not got any wood. Right. We've got nothing. We've got a lighter. Uh-huh. Nothing to light with. If to save your family's life, yeah. you had to Stairs. get in the fireplace and, and set it on fire, would you do it? I would do that in a in a New York second. Or would you? I would burn my tears to save not only my family but anyone's family. Imagine the stench. Well, you could, well, the chimney's going to deal with most of that. Yeah, but some of you'll get a backdraft like that Robert De Niro film. Yeah. And it'll be the smell of burning feces. But it'd be a good movie, I think. It'd be up there with uh, The Martian. Because he used his, didn't he, to uh, plant potatoes. That's right. Matt Damien. But this time, Matt Damien would be setting fire to it to save his family. Angelina Jolie, and I don't know who's playing the kids, but fantastic movie. I'd go and see that. Mm, what would we call it? Christmas Log. <laughs> <laughs> Move, <laughs> moving on. That's my favourite Christmas movie now. <laughs> oh, that Matt Damien's brilliant in that. He is brilliant, Matt Damien. Now, well, um, well, that was great. I think we're done with the questions. You join us here in the Billy and Dom office. When I say us, I mean myself, Dominic Monan, and my good friend, William Boyd. Hello. To enjoy a wonderful Christmas juicy liquid tradition. What is it, Bills? Would you say that this juicy liquid is a tradition the world over, Dom? I think it's probably much more traditional in the United States. Although I have heard of people having this in Britain. So we'll find out more about this juicy liquid later on. But right now, we'd like to introduce you all to eggnog. A nog made of egg. Cheers, Dom. Are we trying it? Are we? Well, are we? Don't we normally... Oh, okay. I thought we normally kind of... But before we try... Who made this, Dom? Johnny Clues made the eggnog. This was freshly made this morning with cage-free eggs Mm -hmm. and... A little bit of cream, some heavy and cream. organic nog. Some sugar, and sometimes you can add some alcohol. Alcohol? <laughs> it sounds like I've had I think you've had too much. But this one is known as a virgin eggnog. 
Let's have a give it a little go. Cheers. Cheers, yeah. Cheers mate. Hmm. Lumpy. What's the lumps? What's the lumps? I don't mind? think we should ask. Johnny. That was a surprise. I don't think we should ask Johnny what the lumps no, are. That was a real surprise in my mouth. I think he probably need to whisk it a little bit more. Is it supposed to be lumpy? I mean, would you say that's just a glass of custard? Hold on till I just have a look it at this. It tastes just like a glass of custard to me. I can't see anything about lumps. No lumps. Is it supposed to be lumpy? It's definitely not supposed to be lumpy. And you definitely... Def well, hold on till I been just... Strange, look through it? to Johnny Clues here. Is it supposed to be lumpy? I'll I'll read you a little bit of a blurb here, Bills, while you figure out if it should be lumpy or not. It's lumpy, here John. Here comes... Jo is this is the it fork supposed for the to be now? lumpy, Johnny? No, Please, I, I, come, use a mic. Um, here. Should it be lumpy, John? Uh, no, but... <laughs> <What's>, <laughs> Look at the why lumps. is it lumpy? I mean, it's what full of lumps. lumps? <laughs> it's separated, That's John. That's the nog. Those are the nogs. Eggs, nogs. It's separated. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't bring my uh, whisker. Is that uh, what I usually whisk, bring? Yeah, yeah. yeah so oh, just use that for work. Uh, I mean, it's but, not unpleasant, but it's probably not supposed to be. It's, uh, it was a real surprise when I drunk that. Yeah, there, you try John. and make it more liquid. Now, John, it was very nice of you to make this for us, though. Don't worry, Johnny. Johnny, I'll, I'll, I'll read this. It is believed that eggnog began in Europe as early as the 13th century. The 13th century, So Dom. in 1201, they were drinking this. Wow. Oh, can I have some eggnog? That's how they all talked in the 12th century. Medieval monks, it said, in Britain were known to posit, don't know mm. what that means really, a, a warm ale punch with eggs, and figs. Over time, this likely merged with the various milks and wines on offer into what is commonly known nowadays in social gatherings ag as eggnog. Is it the lumps putting you off? I can't eat it. I can't drink it with a lump stump. Think, Do, can we put it? Can we sieve it through some? Blend it Do something? you have some scree or something? Yeah, think. But I can't. Every time I take it, I get lumps. It's like it's went oh, sour. But Do you the, know what I mean? But think custard. Is that not just a glass of custard? I, well, I can't go over the lumps. Hold think on. Think custard. I'm going to put it through my teeth. It won't go through my teeth because it's of the so lumps. so lumpy. Ugh, lumpy. I'll read you something else. By the 17th century, sherry became the primary ingredient in eggnog, and it was popular to use this eggy beverage on toast. Oh, no. As a toast. <laughs> <laughs> to one's health and prosperity. The aristocrat society primarily consumed it because milk, eggs, and sherry were scarce commodities in Europe at the time, and this was seen to be a kind of exclusive drink. I like it. I absolutely love the flavour. Yeah, but the lumps are Tears. awful. <laughs> if we could get rid of the lumps somehow, how would we do it? I'd because... like to get really drunk on this with you, adding something like port or what sherry. Would you... What would you put in it? Something like a sweet wine, maybe even right. a dessert wine, a Gewürztraminer. This is already quite sweet. Though. Oh, it's sweet. But Wouldn't would you do you... something like a brandy or something? Brandy would be good. Or a vodka. Wait, where do you hear this? What? George Washington devised his own recipe that at that time, only the most courageous guests would partake in it. Go on. Dom, it was attributed that the recipe of this first president was a boozy batch of brandy, mm. rye whiskey, Jamaican rum, and sherry. God, I get they were better. I mean, that's oh, like, strained oh, it. Hold on. Strained it. Hang on, Johnny Clues has strained it. I don't what know did what... you put it through? Just put it through a napkin or some toilet paper. Or it something. might have went through his t shirt. It doesn't seem as. It 
doesn't seem as... It's not as, as cool, but let's try cheers. It. Cheers, Big Ears. We'll try it in its liquid form as it should be presented. Well, I'd, I'd like to know what it was put through. It was bog roll, I bet. No, was it really? John. Still lumpy, but less. Less lumpy. It's now... I, I love the flavour. I love it. I, I mean, I really love the flavour, but... I mean, as you can see, Dom, look at the lumps on the side there. What is... <coughs> what is that? If I knew what the lumps was... He's I laying himself make, down, John. What is the lumps? John's Wait a minute, John's saying sugar, something, but not into sugar. a mic. Hold on. Coagulation. Coagulating sugar. Of egg I'm and not sugar. Sure if I fully believe it. But I'll go on here. As a rich and often alcoholic drink, eggnog became a familiar fixture during the holiday season across the colonies of the United States. Eventually, the new country of the United States adopted it in the 1700s. Eggnog was frequently made without alcohol, which is how we're drinking it today. And each region or state, I would guess, would adapt the drink to their own personal uh, taste. For example, in the South, people tended to prefer whiskey over rum, so that's where you would go. Uh, yeah, I'd, Rum I'd, would be nice in that. Rum would be good, wouldn't Sweeter, it? Sweeter, kind of richer, hearty. But I like where you're going with brandy. Port, I, sherry, oh, yeah, port would be port, a little bit too, too sweet. Whiskey? Not a great, not a good one, not one that you've spent a lot of money on, but just like a blended whiskey. I like it. I wouldn't, I, if I, you got drunk in it, I think you'd feel very ill in the morning because there's a lot of sugar in that, isn't it? Doesn't that help you if you're getting drunk? Right, no, is it the other way, is it? Oh. Well, I tell you what, the flavour is fantastic, John. I'd mm. like to thank you for that. Mm. It's what, It's a really lovely drink. Like, I would have that at the end of a meal as, instead of a sweet. Yeah, exactly. You could have that as a kind of pudding. I like it too. Mm. Um, you see it in the supermarkets of the United States at Christmas time in the milk section, mm -hmm. milk cream section. And I always kind of think that it looks revolting. I don't think my mum would like it because it contains raw eggs, doesn't it? Did, did, can she not take this? Is she pregnant? She's, well, she's just not a fan of raw eggs. All oh, right. Not I a fan. fan. Uh, well, well, wait a minute. John's got something here. <coughs> it's. It's the cream that is separate. I didn't think it had anything to do with the sugar. Well, the, the good thing is it's nothing to do with John because it's during the pasteurization process and John was not, he, he, was, he wasn't even present when this was pasteurized. No, he wasn't. So he's only involved in the flavor and the flavor, I can tell you, is incredible. It was a treat. We'll talk about some of the variations that we've got here. So Go on, Dom. In the early days, eggnog was served warm by Professor uh, Jerry Thomas who printed the first bartending guide in the 1800s. Eggnog was enjoyed cold at that point. And then it says here, in 1887, printing of the bartender's guide noted that hot eggnog was very popular in California, while the other, others were served over rice or cooled rice, ice, or cooled in a tub of ice. The recipes used brandy, rum, Madeira wine, sherry, or hard cider. Lovely. And then you, you tell us what countries around the world do with eggnog. Dom, Go this isn't going to be easy. In Poland, the Jewish communities have long enjoyed Kogel Mogel. Mm -hmm. And in Germany, could you help me here? I'll try. Eilekor. Eilekor is popular homemade Ed liqueur. In Puerto Rico, coconut juice or milk was added. Today, the eggs are typically left out and the drink is called Coquito. Coquito mas. And in Mexico, eggnog became... Rum Pope with Mexican cinnamon, vanilla, and either rum or grain alcohol. I probably wouldn't have liked that one. Do you know why, Dom? You're not a fan of cinnamon. I don't like cinnamon. Although you like you like it a little bit more than you used to. Yeah. When I was younger, 
I went to a, a place that had um, big dippers. You know, roller coaster, roller coasters, mm. big dippers. Mm. And before I went, a friend had made me some cinnamon toast. And after going on the roller coasters, I was as sick as a dog. And I think I related the cinnamon to being sick. Yeah. So for years, I couldn't eat it. Mm. I don't mind cinnamon, but I don't absolutely love it. Um, I like this. I like eggnog. So, Dom, I the basic formula the basic formula for eggnog has not changed over the years. Eggs are beaten with sugar, milk, cream, and quite often a distilled spirit or fortified wine. Lovely. It's still a favourite for holiday parties. There are several modern renditions of the classic eggnog recipe, and, and they can be quite fun and unique. <laughs> I love eggnog. I like it too. I feel as if it's got alcohol in it. I think John might have put a little he bit in there. This has been served quite cold, and I would say, moving forward, if I were to ever have eggnog again, I would like it as cold as possible, almost sat in a chilled ice bucket and then directly drank because when it's cold, it's good. I wouldn't like this at room temperature. I would like it without the lumps the next time I have it. I'd like it without the lumps. Should we give it some scores? Go on, Tom. Flavour and or taste. Mm -hmm. Well, flavour or taste, John has absolutely outdone himself. I, I don't really drink eggnog and I, I'm sure I have done a couple of times over my life. I don't know if I have. So I don't really know how it compares to other eggnogs, but I would say the flavour, I would give it a 8.7. I love the flavour. I love the flavour too. As nogs go, I think the egg version is probably the best version of a nog. I'll give it, I'll give it an 8.3. I mean, that's high for flavour. Yeah. And if you think, if you took out the actual revoltingness of the lumps, that could have been up there in the nines. Yeah, it could have. Right. The aesthetic. This is where it's going to lose points. How does it look, Dom? How does it look to you? I mean, as far as nogs go. Well, the colour, the hue, yeah. I very much enjoy. It's almost a kind of dull primrose yellow. You know, it's a pleasant wow. yellow. It's lovely. I like it. Like a kind of dusky yellow. Almost. Would you have your walls done like this, would you? Possibly, yeah. Possibly, maybe yeah. in a dining room. Um... I like it. Um, mm -hmm. The the only thing, like you said, that brings it down when you when you give the glass a little bit of a swirl is that the lumps cling to the side as if trying to escape the glass. There is a there is a, a through line here of the lumps really influencing everything about this drink. Going to bring down the score for me. It's got the score's been pumped up with the aesthetics due to the color, but brought way down with the lumps. And I'm going to give the aesthetic a two point six. That's low, Don. That is low. Because I, I agree with you. I think it's a lovely colour. If I had to say what colour it was, I would say it was an eggnog. <laughs> yeah. Is it? Oh, yeah. I would think that's a good description. And it's absolutely, it's lovely, but the, the lumps. The don't. lumps, yeah. It's they seem the to be lumps. a sticking point, both in this conversation <laughs> and in your throat. <laughs> I'll give it a 4.7. Oh, you've been kind. Uh, well, the lumps. Yeah, the lumps. It's an issue. And then finally... Usefulness. I think it would be very useful. In apart from drinking and enjoying it, what other ways would could you find eggnog useful? Well, if you ever needed lumps for anything, mm. I don't know why you would need lumps. Mm. There's plenty in my eggnog. Yeah, if you wanted to uh, paint your 
bedroom walls with something that you could lick off later. That yeah. would be pretty good. Yeah, and it looked like an artex because of the lumps. Exactly. Uh, good at a Christmas party. I like the fact that you can do so many different variations of it. Mm -hmm. Like you said, you can add coconut milk. You can enjoy it with brandy. You can enjoy it with Madeira wine. You can do seri, uh, sherry. You can do hard cider. I like that. You can do it hot. You can do it cold. It's relatively versatile. Would you be allowed, say for instance, I had um, a sort of sponge cake. Mm -hmm. Could I pour that on it? Oh, I think that would be nice. Would that be, would people, I mean, would it, is it derogare? I think that might be derogare. I mean, even a Christmas pudding from Britain that mm -hmm. we know well, mm -hmm. you could pour a little, or non-alcoholic, I was going to say, but also possibly alcoholic yeah. eggnog over the top to cool it down. I'd like, like that. I could, I would put that on ice cream. Or mince pie. Anything. Mm. It's I bumped it up, actually. I think it's very useful. Yeah. I'm going to give its usefulness score an 8.6. Mm-hmm. 8.6. That's quite good, Dom. I, I'm getting used to the lumps now. <laughs> I just squeeze them against the top of my mouth yeah. with my tongue. Yeah, it helps. I just burst them. Mm. I, for usefulness, I agree. I think it would be very useful to have around the house. I'm going to give it a 9. One. Wow. So that was eggnog, one of the most Christmassy of juices of all time. And if you want to send in or uh, send in suggestions for a food or drink item to the show, you can send it to us at thefriendshiponyourneckcastmedia.com. Um, and we'll hopefully enjoy it at a later date. I would love that, Dom. And I'd like to thank Johnny, Johnny Clues, for making this lovely eggnog. It might not have uh, supposed to have all those lumps, but, you know, things can go wrong when you're cooking, especially around the Christmas time, you know. Mm -hmm. Don't stress about it. No, don't stress. Just enjoy it. Enjoy it. Just enjoy it. Right, Dom. Right. It's that time of the week when we get to listen something that we will suggest or, or comment on is it funky or is it not funky? Is it funky for you or not? Let's... Is it funky for you? Let's have a listen, Tom. Who's this come from? This, uh, my friend, is coming from Wendy. Oh, Wendy, okay. Hey, Billy and Dom. This is Wendy from Brunswick, Georgia. I just recently found out there's actually a Christmas song that's popular in the New York, New Jersey area. It's called Dominic the Donkey. I recommend listening to it. I'm not going to spoil it. It's on YouTube if you want to find it. Hope you enjoy. Thanks. Dominic the donkey. It's very loud in my ears, but it's all right. Let's, let's have a listen to this. Have Dom. you got it? Have you got the song? I've heard this before, actually. Have you? Mm -hmm. Very big in New York and surrounding areas. <laughs> Can't be it, can I? Oh, this may be it. Hey, jingity-jing. It's Dominic the donkey. Jingity-jing. The Italian Christmas donkey. La, la, la. La, 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 la. La, la, la. La, 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 Wow. Hey, it's Dominic the fucking donkey. Dominic the fucking donkey. Hey, I left a whole bunch of shitty apples behind me. They're not apples. It's my shit. I love that donkey, that Italian donkey. I love that song. Want to know where I've been? Just follow my shit all the way backwards to uh, my homeland in uh, Italy and Calabria. Be like Hansel and fucking Grello. Dip-de-do-do-do-do-do. fucking donkey. That was good, that. I loved it. 
I like having uh, songs named after me. Are there any songs uh, after your name? Billy is Yes, uh, Dom, I'll just give you the... Um, <clears throat> oh, my darling Billy Boyd. Mm. Oh, nice. Uh, There's one actually called Billy Boyd. Isn't that Billy Don't Be a Hero? Billy Don't Be a Hero. Billy's quite... Uh, is in a lot of songs, I would think. Yeah, can only think of Billy Don't Be a Hero. And now we've got Dominic the Donkey. But in terms of a... A barometer of funk based on Brahms being no funk and Prince at his most purple and funkadelic. How funky was that song? He's cold outside, eh? I'm going to say that was a level of funk. I'm going to say Shaking Stevens funk. Shaking, that's quite a good... Quite funky, I mean, not, like old-fashioned funky. All right, if you're going Shaking Stevens... Good old shaky. I'm going to go down that same sort of road, and I'm going to go with Sydney Divine. Sydney Divine, what a choice. Well, Shaking Stevens had a Christmas song, didn't he? Did he do... Behind Green Door. That's not a Christmas song. Isn't it? No. I think he didn't, he didn't, wasn't Shaky famous for, we'll have a rock and roll Christmas, isn't that him? We'll have a rock and roll, roll Christmas. Christmas. We'll have a Christmas rock and roll. I think that's Shaky. I think that's Shaky. Anyway, thanks for your <coughs> funky uh, song suggestions. And remember, if you want to send anything in to us, guys, whether it's a suggestion for, Billion Dollar Meet the World, or a question, or a voicemail. You can send it to us at thefriendshiponion at castmedia.com. Or you can send us your uh, messages on speakpipe.com forward slash thefriendshiponion. You can leave comments on our YouTube channel. And if you want to subscribe to us and give us a five-star rating and tell us what you think of the show, we would very much appreciate it. Because the more nice comments and nice stars we get, the more we can make this show, and we love making the show. And if you, you want to look as cool as us with Friendship Onion uh, merchandise, you can get that at the FriendshipOnionPodcast.com. Socks. Yeah, if you want these actual socks that I'm wearing right now, you can't have them because I'm taking them home. We didn't open any gifts. Can we open one each? Let's open a gift each. Can like, we do one each? Come you, on. You guys have been sending us gifts. Right, come on, Bills. Come on. I, I want that long one oh, now. What's that one? That what? Do you know what I think this will be? Is it a record? No, I think... Pair of shoes. <laughs> uh, I think it might be a, a giant thing of Smarties. Oh, that'd be brilliant. We'd probably need a knife or scissors, you guys. For people cause... who are just listening and not watching, Dom's is the shape of... Uh, what would you call that? A box. It's like a coffin for a rabbit. <laughs> a coffin for a flat rabbit. And mine's as long like a, a tube... I would say about two feet long. Guys, I'm not getting in this without a knife or a pair of scissors. It's full of sellotape. We need some sort of knife for I'm going to break a nail. Dom, wait, what is this? Oh, right, it's hold so on. lovely. It's a thing, isn't it? So <gasps> oh. oh. Dom, hold, hold. Here Dom. comes John with a Here comes pair Johnny of Close. Thanks, John. Uh, is that drawn? Is that drawn? Is wow. it? Is it? Is it? If that is drawn, have a look at that, ladies and gentlemen. That is drawn. Of YouTube. 
Uh, people who are not on YouTube who are just listening, it is a painting, I would say, an 8 by 25 of me and Dom as Mary and Pippin, and it is absolutely incredible. I'm Who's, going to read the letter it yeah, came with. Please because do read the letter. I don't letter. know what this is. Is it long? Um, let me just have a look. My name is Sean Springer. I live in the Gold Coast, Australia. I'm a 28-year-old tattoo artist, and giving art to people is all I've known how to do. Just wanted to say and show you guys I really appreciate the work that you do. I've sent you guys an email to the Friendship Onion in case you don't see it. Here it is. It basically saying I'm a big fan of the podcast. I've been swallowed up by your work, uh, by my work in navigating the pandemic lately. But a few weeks ago, I came up for a, bre- a fresh of air, a fresh a breath fresh of fresh air, <laughs> and I found the Friendship Onion. This is definitely going to help me get through both of these in the future. I've already caught up all the episodes and I'm listening weekly. Ah, oh, thanks a lot, man. A few months ago, I drew a picture for Vigo Mortensen. Um, uh, brilliant, brilliant. I, I don't want to do the whole thing, no. but... Um, thanks. But he's doing a, a drawings of a lot of it. But that drawing is unbelievable. And he's a tattoo artist. So if you wanted to get this on your back, Dom... I don't know. Would you like to get this tattooed on your back? Maybe I'll consider it. You'd need a bigger back. Yeah, I would need a bigger back. You need back. to start working out a bit more. Gorilla. But that is absolutely incredible work. Now, this, coincidentally enough, Beautiful. was sent to us by Steph, who we've just had on the show. You're joking. From Kill, Kill and Tuna? Kill, click, and, click and Tuna. And she sent us a whole introductory cross-stitching set where you can do your own cross stitches. You've been wanting to try that. I can't wait over the Christmas period. I'm going to take myself on holiday somewhere and I'll take these, would you call them discs? These cross stitches. And does it tell you how to do it? There's an instruction thing here. I'm going to cross stitch your face and bring it back from my holiday to present to you. That is fantastic, Tom. I'd like to have a go at that as well, but you can show me how to do it once you've worked it out. Well, thank you, Steph. I don't think we'll get time for it. We'll open these off camera. Let's open one more. All right, come on then. (laughs) Pass me one over, Tom. Oh, Oh, that's open already. What's that? What's this one? (gasps) Oh, hang on. It's got a little gold thing on it. I'm stealing that. It doesn't work, though. Right, Tom. What have you got? Snow is falling all around us. All around us. Children playing, having fun. Tis the season of love and understanding. Merry Christmas, everyone. I think that's shaky. Is it? We're going to have a party tonight. I'm going to kiss your balls underneath the mistletoe and shit midnight light. This is another piece of merchandise. You're joking. (laughs) Who's that for? This isn't a Christmas gift. This is something that the staff have bought for themselves. Well, you have a look at this one, Tom, because this is bought Billy and Tom. Here's a snack I'm sure you'll love. Hawkins cheesies. It's a Canadian favourite. Came about when someone at the company saw a newly developed machine that extrudes pellets of cornmeal to feeding cattle. They thought, hey, if we deep fry them and, and cover them with cheese, that'll be delicious. 
Can I think say, I don't think I have ever seen something look any more cheesy than that. Look that how cheesy the most that looks. Orange powdered food I have My ever God, seen. God, that looks like it would stain every part of your body that it would touch and probably your anus on the way out. I know a lot about you, Dom, and I'm pretty sure that you would get naked to eat that. Mm -hmm. I would get naked and have a shower as soon as I've finished and possibly have to put my finger up my bum yeah. after it. Well, it would make it itchy. It might make it itchy. That looks so cheesy. Should we put that on an episode of Billion Dom Eat the World at some I, point? I don't see why not. It's already sounds like a fantastic thing Thanks, to eat. person, Canadian person. Who's They're it from? They're very salty. Who's it from? Um, it's from the Delphs family in Calgary, <gasps> Calgary Canada. In Canada. And they said they're so salty, make sure you've got a half pint or a full pint for Mary and Pippin oh. of your favourite ale on hand. Imagine that, a nice pint of beer. Lovely. A nice cheesies, very salty, Tom. Very salty. Well, the good news is this contains disodium phosphate, and I don't get enough disodium phosphate, so get a little bit of So that's brilliant. Good for your niece. Thanks for the gift. That was, uh, we'll open some more presents maybe as the new year unfolds. Oh, Keep sending presents. We love them. Well, that was a sparkling, Christmassy, festive, jingle balls episode. And William, I would just like to say to you, Merry, Merry Christmas. Dom, I've had a great time this year mm -hmm. on the Fellowship Onion with you. Oh, the it's, Fellowship Onion? Is that not what it's called? No. The Friendship <laughs> Dom! <laughs> I've had a great time. It's been a long day. Yes. I've had a great time this year on the Friendship day. Onion with you. I, I love to see that you're listening to me. Mm -hmm. I love that. Always listen. And here's to many, many more. This time next year, we'll have mountains of more gifts. And we'll be drunk as monkeys. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy Christmas. Here's to 2022. All the best. See ya. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.